I'm not the kind of girl you see on TV Won't even find me only in the streets Oh honey, I will love you to the end Be your best friend Classy lady, can't you see? Tweet a tweet a dab a tweetin' daddy Show people to tweet dab a tweetin' today I will love you to the end Be your best friend Classy lady, can't you see? Do it up a tweetin' doo-doo But tweet day Do it up a tweetin' doo-doo But tweet day Do it up a tweetin' Thank you so much for tuning in to Introducing Sasha Frank, the series. We're at episode number 59. And as always, I like to do a little recap of last week's episode. So giving yourself time to rest and knowing that, you know, regardless of if things are going perfectly for you, Um, And regardless of if things aren't going so perfect for you, our job isn't to figure out what's going to happen next in the midst of everything going perfect or not so perfect. Our job is to rest in the fact that things are going well and just enjoy the moment, Um, regardless of if it's going well or not so well. Just enjoying the moment and learning what you need to learn in the process meeting the people that you need to meet in the process and just enjoying it because, you know, at the end of the day, tomorrow has its own troubles. So, you know, what's the purpose of worrying about something else that hasn't come yet? Focus on today. Put your energy in today, what's ahead of you. And, um, you know, don't waste your energy on other things. Don't um, waste your time on things that that matter, but at the end of the day, you know that time is something you can't get back. So don't waste your time on thinking about what's going to happen tomorrow. Focus on what you can do today for today and just being content with where you are. So that kind of helps me transition into the next episode. Um, so while I was working um, the perfect job that I that I felt that I had finally, um, which was also close to my house and to where I was going to school and all of that stuff. The job also came with a lot of perks, in my opinion, at least. Since I loved music, you know, my boss, he definitely suggested that I go to some of their night concerts. It was um, a place where they held concerts daily. And so I decided to go to a Tori Kelly concert that they had at that time and um, last minute I decided to invite my friend because it was a last minute thing that I decided to do and so um, I initially you know went to school finished that day and then um, we drove our cars separately Um, she made it to the main street and found you know metered parking but I wasn't so lucky I ended up just parking where I typically would park which was in residential. And um, at that time, you know, when I was working at that job, um, parking was an expense that wasn't reimbursed for me. So, um, you know, finding that residential was like 
it was I was happy that I was able to find that because parking is not cheap in Los Angeles in Hollywood and stuff. So I found that residential area and I decided to just go where I knew to go. So I parked over there and, um, you know, I proceeded to walk towards the venue, met up with my friend. We walked into the place together. Everything was going good. You know, I got um, our tickets out of the box office, said hello to my um, fellow co Um, workers and you know I was so excited to be there and um, you know the place was packed with a lot of different people and she sung beautifully and she just really captivated the stage she also bring um, people with her um, guest performers I think she bring two and um, they really really shined together and it was just an overall amazing experience But so we weren't there um, so late since I had to go to work in the morning and my friend did as well. And just because we wanted to kind of beat the traffic and it was a lot of people in there. We just kind of wanted to make our way out before the mayhem began. And um, so we went to our cars. I started to um, we just walked to my friend's car since it was a little bit closer. And she figured that she would drive me to my my car. And so as she was driving me to my car, um, you know, and I was about to get out of the car and um, I guess she noticed two men um, who was just standing like, you know, on the the street corner um, sidewalk and she noticed them. And um, but, you know, we didn't really think too much of it, but she kind of kept an eye on them. And so I got out of the car and then like I began to proceed to my car And then, you know, afterwards, um, this happened so quickly, but afterwards she said that, you know, somebody tried to open her car door, um, the back seats and, um, it happened to be the men, the, one of the two men that were standing on the sidewalk. And so, um, you know, I was still proceeding to get into my car and I didn't recognize anything that was happening. And, um, so, she just started to beep her horn crazily. And I was like, what is going on? Like, why is she doing that? And so, you know, I figured that, you know, I would just get in my car, hurry up and get in, lock the door and start driving. And then I called her. And so, um, so I called her and she told me the whole thing. And it was just a crazy situation um, because it reminded me of a dream that I had when I stayed in Burbank um, prior to moving here um, in this location. And it probably was earlier the year before that I had the dream because I used to literally sit in my car and just, um, kind of catch up on my, my text messages or catch up on social media and just like start responding to different things. And before you knew it, like literally an hour would go by and I was still in my car and, um, I don't know why, but like when you turn off the engine for my car, it automatically unlocks. And so my car was unlocked and would be unlocked. And so one time I had this dream where um, I pretty much was sitting in my car doing what I normally would be doing, um, catching up with everything and allowing time to just pass by. And mind you, um, it wasn't like early in the day. It was actually like late at night. It was after me going to my class and, um, you know, the class, 
either um, ending like at 10 p.m. or 9 p.m. I don't remember exactly, but sometimes, you know, I would have the one-on-one private lessons with my teacher for a class, not a class, but for um, a song that I needed to learn or I was waiting for someone else or hoping that somebody else would cancel so I can actually be replaced um, and put in their spot. So it was just a lot of that. So I got home late a lot. And, um, you know, me being a girl, like it's just not um, good, us being women, like it's not good to just sit in your car and just allow darkness to dawn upon you. And um, even in the safest areas, like I felt like Burbank was kind of a safe area. Um, But I think I told you guys in another episode where, you know, I was uh, jogging around my area and then some guy approached me and said, um, asked me if I knew where some drugs were. I don't know exactly. I don't remember, but it was a crazy situation. He just like literally walked out of the bathroom while I was jogging. And, um, you know, it was right in back of like a clubhouse for the community center area. And so it was just like a really, really weird situation. Um, And so you just have to use discernment everywhere, which I said in the other episode, and I'm saying it again because it's so important. And so I had to use discernment in this time. And so I say all this to tell you that, you know, sometimes um, God does give you foreknowledge of something to come, just warning you um, to not do certain things. And, um, And like in the dream, basically, you know, I was sitting in my car And the doors were unlocked because I, um, you know, uh, took the keys out. And so it automatically unlocked. And so I was sitting in the car for, you know, an hour, however long I would normally do. And then all of a sudden somebody like opened my door and then I was being dragged out and like um, taken into their car and just being held hostage And then I woke up from the dream. So after that, like I kind of was scared and nervous about that. And so I never really um, stayed in the car after that. But fast forwarding a couple months, then um, something similar like that happens where somebody tries to open the door, but luckily it's locked. And luckily I get to my car in time. But I just say all this to tell you that, you know, living in the big city or living in a town that is, you know, not a place where you're comfortable, like where your parents live and which, of course, it can happen anywhere. But just be mindful and don't just take things for granted. Don't like go places at night by yourself. Always bring somebody with you and um You just never know because we do live in a crazy society. And, um, you know, you want to think the best of people, but sometimes, you know, people show you they're worse and you have to use discernment. And um, there were times when I even lived on the East Coast for school and um, prior to me transferring back to California um, to the place that I graduated from, um, you know, I would literally go out to the library because at that time I didn't have my own computer and so I would literally go to the library and just be walking back from the library late at night and it would be 10 o'clock um whatever time it was at the time and their lights outside um 
where it was almost next to nothing. They didn't really have any lights shining um, the main street. So it was dark and anything could have happened. But, you know, definitely being a child of God, like he protects us in general. But still, we have to use discernment and know um, and take these precautions of bringing friends with us, bringing people with us and and, you know, setting a, a time to make sure that we're in by a certain time to make sure that we cut out our schedule to go in the daytime to the library if we can or focus on doing that on Saturday early in the morning and then going with our friends and just setting a prior setting and prioritizing our lives so that we can walk in safety and not necessarily put ourselves in danger. So with all this, I want you guys to think of a couple times where you have placed yourself in dangerous situations and how, you know, the the turnout could have been extreme or how it actually um, turned out to be. And then also I want you guys to kind of maybe even list how you could have done something different in that situation. Could you have, you know, bring somebody with you or what you wish you would have done differently? I'll give you guys a few moments to think about that. And of course, you guys can like pause this episode and like, you know, give yourself more time or you can rewatch it or whatever the case is. Um, do whatever you need to do um, to give yourself time to really, really jot down your thoughts. Um, but the next question I have for you is how or have you had any dreams? Not necessarily like this, but just like forewarning dreams kind of telling you not to do something or just um, being helpful so that you can be aware of something that you can do better and not do, like me not staying in my car um, so I can be in safety. Have you had any type of um, dreams like this that has happened in your life? And then have they actually come to pass? And um, did you take steps towards making sure that you were protected and you did not go that route because um, you had this dream that was similar to it as if it was God warning you not to do something? So again, you guys, you can definitely rewind this and kind of just um, write down the questions and um, give yourself more time to jot down your thoughts. But as always, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys learned from this episode. And I hope that you were able to really look at your life in a retrospective point of view and see um, some of the lessons that you learned along the way and are learning by looking back so that you can apply it to your life. And some of my lessons, um, I hope that they're applicable to your life so that you can, you know, have a better grasp moving forward. So until next time.